Hi, I'm Erin, a strategic money mastery coach on a mission to create a wealthy woman movement because I believe that wealthy women will change the world. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast for creative female entrepreneurs looking to gain financial freedom. Over the last decade, I have learned how to capitalize on my time and streamline my business to work smarter, not harder. This podcast will include money-related mindset and management tips, as well as practical business advice so you can do the same. I've brought multiple businesses to six and seven figures, co-developed a real estate empire with my sweet hubby Brent, and that has allowed us to pay off all debt, purchase our dream home, take vacations around the world, and spend more quality time with our two daughters, Ava and Jude. I'm on a mission to help women entrepreneurs like you grow profitable, aligned businesses that ultimately build your personal wealth so that your biz is a true catalyst to living your dream life. Abundance is yours for the taking. So grab your notebook and your favorite drink and let's get into it. Hello, wealthy women. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I am so excited to have Holly here on the podcast. Welcome, Holly. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. We started already <laughs> chatting before we went live and I was like, oh my gosh, we just need to press record. There's so many good <laughs> things to get to today as we talk about how to run a full-time business on a part-time schedule, how to get really strategic with your offers. So the dream. So Holly, will you just share a little bit about what you were sharing before we went live, sort of a little bit about your story, how you got to where you are now and who you are outside of business as well. Yeah. Don't you love it? It's like, explain your life in two minutes. Go. I know, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So my name is Holly Haynes. I live in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I have twin daughters who are eight years old. And the best part of my story is I started my business in January of 2020 and retired in about 18 months. So retired myself and my husband, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, It didn't start out that way though. I actually have a 22 year corporate strategy career. Uh, So I did all the things like went to college, got multiple degrees. I always say I have like all the certifications that like nobody knows what they mean. Um, traveled the country working for Fortune 500 companies and got to a place in my career where I was like, well, I did everything that I was supposed to do right on paper. And I just remember like sitting in my office, like, this is not the thing. Like, I can't do this for 20 more years. Like, it's just, it wasn't, I mean, I liked my job. I loved who I worked with, but it wasn't as rewarding as I think I thought it was. And my girls were getting older and it was just getting so much harder to try to balance, I hate the word balance, but like truly figure out like, well, you know, I'm in the car for 20 minutes driving to work and then they've got cheerleading and all these events and like, like, how does this work? Um, And so in January of 2020, I did things very backwards and I gave myself a one-year challenge and I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself a year to figure out an online business. I I have the business like acumen, like surely I can do this. Um, And so I actually hired a coach before I had a business um, and sort of went down the path. And the very first thing we did was launch a podcast, um, which actually served us very well because it created a community first. And then we created products and services um, sort of out of that. 
Uh, I did not know, obviously, in this one-year challenge that COVID was going to hit. So two months in, we're now working from home. We're uh, homeschooling my girls in kindergarten. No one's leaving the house. And I was like, why is this the year? But it actually served us very well because I actually had more flexibility um, and really worked. I say I worked, you know, eight to 10 hours a week building a business for about 18 months. And uh, now we're almost three years in. So, but it's been pretty cool. I love hearing the journey. Yeah. Relatable and those who are listening might find themselves needing to create a personal challenge for themselves yeah. and living up to that. And that's amazing. Will you share just a little bit now about what your company does? I know we're going to get to get in the weeds a little bit with you on the show today, but will you share just a little bit of how you help your clients and the work that you do now? Yeah. So I'm super passionate about teaching you simple strategies and systems so that you're run, I would say you're running your life first. And so one of the things that I promised myself I would do going into this was our family and my like life priorities came first and the business came second. So going in, I created the structure of, okay, like what, like what, what steps are we going to take? How are we going to take it? How many hours are we going to work? What does our product suite look like? Like I really went into it with this vision of building it out in a way that allows us to have the freedom, right? Again, it's like a super trendy word that everyone says, but I feel like so often women start businesses and they get overwhelmed, right? So you might be making six figures, but you're working all the time or you're in the weeds and you're not actually enjoying the fact that you have your own business and you don't have to go into an office every day. And so I wanna make sure and teach how to create that strategy, that roadmap for you to follow um, and then obviously layer in like mindset and systems and support and really teach you how to have that foundation so that you're able to scale faster. I know that we're going to dig into how you reverse engineered all of your offers in your yeah. business to meet your desire. And so I'm really excited for that. Um, you talked about on your website, you talk about the difference between time management and time freedom. And I think you were just touching on that now yeah. uh, a second ago. Will you go a little deeper into that concept? Yeah. I mean, I think everyone can time block, right? Like you can be like, okay, this 12 hours, I'm going to do each one of these things and it works. Like it's great, but it's like, what are you actually doing during that time? And so what I like to do, and I actually do it very tactically on a quarterly basis is I will go back and say like, what do we want to do as a family? What do we want to do? Um, you know, from a personal standpoint, like our goal as a family is to travel once a quarter. When I say travel, it's not like go to grandma's. It's like actually go somewhere, like leave the country. <laughs> go um, to Greece, baby. Yeah, it's we're so going. Fun. We're actually going here in a couple oh of weeks. God, not to so Greece, fun. but we're going to Europe. Um, but anyways, like that's the freedom part, right? So it's like you want to truly build a business around the activities that are like going to bring you life. And it sounds like super cheesy and corny, but I think so often, like we all hear these productivity podcasts. And I mean, I teach it too, like time block your day, plan the night before, get eight hours of sleep. Like we all hear all of that, but like, what are the tasks that you're doing? And like, what's that bigger goal that you're working towards? Because if you're not like taking a day off and you're not taking the trip and you're not, you're just going to get burnt out and you're not going to be in it for the long term. And so 
Um, I actually, my, one of my favorite quotes is like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But I, then I actually had a guest on my podcast share, like every day should be like little tiny sprints so that it doesn't feel like you're just like working nonstop, right? So you sprint to get some things done and then you sprint to take a vacation and then you sprint to get your kids back in school. And then, so it's like all inner, like woven together. I love that so much. I teach something called the entrepreneur sweet spot. And one of the components of the sweet spot is lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so many of us, when we get into entrepreneurship, we do it because we want the time freedom. We want, that's what we're craving. We don't want to sit nine to five or really more like, you know, seven to six at our desks. And then it's often the thing that we we sacrifice at the beginning and then we keep sacrificing and find ourselves like what the heck why am I doing this so I love this idea of time freedom and saying this is what time freedom defining it for you which for your family is traveling quarterly Mm -hmm. and getting to be involved in your your girls lives and things like that and then you reverse engineer back from really understanding what what is time freedom for me and how do I achieve that and I think that's yeah. so, so important for us. Sometimes we can get lost in the weeds of business and forget why the heck we're doing it. Yeah. And I even did it like in a very more simpler way, like coming from the corporate world, I was like, well, I don't really want to work Mondays and Fridays. Like if I could just design my dream week, like that's what it would look like. So when I started my business, I was like, I don't take meetings on Mondays and Fridays. It doesn't mean that I don't work. If I want to, I can, but like, there's nothing on the schedule. And just doing that alone is like, so powerful. So if you want to go to yoga class at 10 o'clock, you can, or if you want to go, you know, to lunch with a colleague, then you can. And so it's just been really fun to see that come to life, but it came from like, well, what do I want this to look like? And really thinking about that first. Love it. So beautiful. And that's a reminder of us to take a breath and, (laughs) you know, give ourselves permission to design the business that we we want and you know go towards those values that we have okay you talked about your corporate career and I'd love to just hear a little bit of how you've taken all the experience from those 22 years being in the corporate world and bringing it into your business and then we'll dive into your offer strategy and get into your genius brain well I think like if I just keep it really simple, which is like one of my like pillars is let's just keep business simple is you have to start with the end in mind. So like anytime I would go into like a fortune 500 company and I would be like, be running like a large project or a launch or something. It's like, what's the end goal? Because all of your activities need to be focused on that one end goal. So my end goal was to leave my job. Right. So I probably did things differently than somebody who was like, oh, I just want to like dabble in this and see if it works, right? Like there are different steps that you would take to get to that. So I always say like, what's the the very end goal? Like five years from now, 10 years from now, it's not one month, it's not three months. It's like, this is like the the end vision, right? It's like, I want to travel every quarter. I don't want to be in my corporate job. Like maybe it's a monetary goal as well. And then you work backwards from that. Um, And of course, there's like different techniques and things that you could use in the business world of how to come up with a a roadmap. But to me, that's the most important step because somebody that's like, 
well, you know, I just love this and I want to do it for fun versus somebody that's like, well, I want to make seven figures. The steps are going to be very different. Uh, and so I think that's really important. So translate that into what you do now. And I know we were talking about this before we started recording is you really help people strategize their offers Mm -hmm. and kind of create a real map based on what their end goal is. So will you kind of pull back the curtain uh, of what you did in your business and sort of how the roadmap kind of fell out for you and how it all plays together? Yeah. So my question to myself was what's the end goal, which we just said. And so I always give the example, like me selling Well, let me start out with, I had a very small following. I think I had 50 people on my email list. I had an Instagram, but I I mean, it wasn't like really anything. And so I, I, if I was just going to like come out and sell something like it would be crickets, like it wouldn't happen. And so I knew I had to build an audience, which was step one, which was the podcast. But then I also knew if I created a course, let's say, which is a lot of times what people do as their first step. If I sold 10 courses, which is a pretty good, like, you know, out the gate kind of thing at, let's just say $200, like that wasn't going to cut it for replacing my corporate salary. So again, thinking about the end goal, like how do you, for me, it was, how do I get there the fastest? And the way that I did that was launching a high ticket offer first. Uh, Most of the time, that's what I actually recommend because I feel like you can learn from it so much more because it's so much more hands-on. You're doing one-on-ones. In our case, we did a mastermind um, and it seems very backwards, right? It's like, well, how do you launch a mastermind when you don't have a business? But I think if you have that corporate career or you have that experience, like that's what people want. And especially coming out of COVID, people were craving like in-person support. So we sort of like played on all of that and created this high ticket mastermind. And so what I teach is when you think about your product suite, right? So you start with, let's just pretend you start with this high ticket mastermind, which is what we did. So then it's like, okay, well, we've got this running, we're bringing in income, like what do you do next? And so I like to break it up into categories and really think about like, how do I serve a client at a beginner level an intermediate level, and then an advanced level. So we started at the advanced level, but the worst thing that you could do is have like 50 things for people to buy on your website. And they're super confused on like what path to get on. Right. So the way that we did it was at the beginner level, it, um, I think at the beginning, it was like a morning routine download or something. It was like super easy. Most of the time, this is like a freebie or like a mini course or a masterclass or something. But then you want them to want more, right? So then we introduced a membership, which gave them more one-on-one with me, but in like a group setting, it wasn't as extensive as the mastermind, but started to introduce them to like our process and some of the things that we did. And the membership for us helped me control my time, right? Because remember, I'm still working full-time. I still only have eight to 10 hours a week to work. And so I was like, this model allows me to serve more people, but only do the work one time, right? And then we layered in like office hours and things like that. And then the theory is that after you're in the, the membership for a short amount of time, you love it so much and you're craving so much more that then you join the mastermind. So you can see like it sort of forms this like stair step of like beginner, intermediate, advanced. And then this year we actually rolled out a second mastermind, which is an alumni mastermind. 
Um, and so after you're in our mastermind, you graduate to this like inner circle. And the theory is after you're in the inner circle, you come back down and you go back into the membership because you've learned all these things, but you still crave that community. So we created this like circle of products that you can like dabble in and out of, but it base, it's based on your experience and where you're at and the level of support that you want. And it sounds like a lot when I explain it, it didn't all happen at one time, but I really, I literally had a whiteboard in my office and I was like, okay, beginner, intermediate, advanced, like how do we serve each one of these clients? You have different questions based on different phases of where you're at in your business. And so we try to answer those questions. Like our, one of our beginner um, freebies is like a side hustle starter kit, right? So you're working in corporate, you want to grow a side hustle. It's totally free or a five-day free challenge. Like that's beginner, that's getting you going. If you like it, then you graduate into our membership and then kind of go on from there. Ooh, this is so good. I have so many <laughs> questions okay. that we're going to unpack. First of all, I love that you preach going to the top of the value ladder is what I call. And that is mm -hmm. something that I also teach people because not only does it help you actually make a profitable business faster, but you are getting so in touch with the person that you serve and you're able to intimately know their needs, meet their needs, which helps you craft all of the things uh, from there. So I love mm -hmm. that. And it uh, sounds like that's exactly how you approach things as well. So will you like, okay, so you have 50 Instagram followers. You're like starting a podcast and yeah. people are, you know, and you decide to launch this, like, how was it not crickets? How did you, I mean, it was the at the beginning. <laughs> I won't lie. Um, I will say two things. One, I am very, very consistent. So one of the things we teach at the beginner level is this like eight to 10 hour work week framework. And I show up, I have for three years, every single day for a minimum of an hour. Right. So at the beginning that looked like having conversations like this, connecting, getting to know people, asking people what they wanted, asking people to share the podcast. Um, and I probably did that for three months before we even launched anything. So it wasn't like out the gate. Um, and then the second step I took is as I was having conversations with people, I would be like, hey, I'm doing this like 30 minute intensive. Would you be interested? I think I gave it away for free at first. And then it was like, it's just $97. I'm just trying to test some things out. And so I would ask questions, learn from them, try to understand like what they were asking. And then we built a mastermind off of that. Um, I will say that I won't lie. And say, I mean, I was nervous when we launched the mastermind. I was like, this is, this is crazy, right? Like who does this and who like, is that like your first product? But people were asking for it. And I had spent so much time by the time we launched the mastermind, it was probably five months. Um, nurturing and really getting to know people. So we had 10 people right out the gate sign up because I had spent five months prior talking about what we were doing, sharing behind the scenes, sending out emails. I mean, all the things that we hear, like I was just super, super consistent. And every time I tell that story, I feel like people listening want this like secret like sauce. Cause I did, I was like, what's the thing? Like, is it ads? Is it whatever? And it's not, it was just being so consistent. Like it was like two podcasts every week an email every week, 
following up with people, nurturing people, asking people to be on their podcast. Like it was just very much a, a phase of nurturing for a decent amount of time before we launched that. I love that. I think that's so important. I, you know, sometimes it's a lot of invisible work that mm-hmm. we're like, is this going to get it's like anywhere? the iceberg? <laughs> yeah. Right. And then it's like, it, you know, so it's staying in the game. It's staying consistent and showing up and serving. And obviously you're very strategic. So you're doing all of your, you're making money while you're doing your market research, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't a ton, right. But it was like, you know, I had a couple yeah. of one-on-one clients that were like, paying a couple hundred bucks. And then that was enough to like pay somebody to edit the podcast and create a, we had one webpage at the time for the mastermind. And like, that was enough to get started. Like it wasn't super fancy. It was just a lot of, I would call it networking, right? Like getting yourself out there and just connecting, not selling with other women. I love it. So let's talk about the high level mastermind. What, like, what problem does that solve? Or maybe we should start from the beginning. So you're, you started talking about the freebie. Share yeah. a little bit about where that person's at, like the psychology of their needs, what, and then like, maybe take us through your Ascension model so we can kind yeah. of see what that looks like. Yeah. So we actually have two, um, I would call them freebies right now. One is like, a, and it depends, right? So I worked in customer experience in my corporate job. And so it's like, well, it depends what kind of challenge you like, right? So if you like a PDF, the side hustle starter kit is literally like a checklist of like, here's all the things to start your business strategy. Um, Or if you like a challenge where like every day I'm like popping in your inbox and like, here's how to run your business in eight to 10 hours a week. Here's all the things that I did. Here's the press I did. Here's the reach out I did. It's, you know, literally an hour a day then you can take that. That's totally free. Um, And honestly, you know, it's designed for somebody who's probably more at the beginning of their business, but I have a lot of current clients and even experienced clients who go back through it, especially the how to run your business in eight to 10 hours a week. We call it CEO week Um, because it's a great refresher of like, I don't have to work 50 hours a week. Like I can truly do this in, you know, two to three hours a day. So that's sort of our starting point. And it helps you get to know me a little bit more too. And then our stepping stone is our membership. Um, and so inside the membership, I call it like the business MBA, uh, really like getting your business off the ground, but also scaling in a way that helps you prioritize your schedule, sort of what we talked about at the beginning. Um, so it's everything from like, I'm brand new. What do I share to here's the like very robust content repurposing plan we use. And here's how I build funnels behind the scenes. Um, so it's very sort of like, what's the word? Um, it's like a menu, right? Like it's like a menu of all the different things and you can pick and choose what you want based on where you're at. Um, and then we layer in live coaching once a month, um, and have office hours where you have like you know, time where you can actually work on your business, but you can also ask questions. Um, So that's very much a group setting where it's like done with you, but there's like a little bit of handholding. So you definitely get access to me and our team 
And then the What's mastermind the price point of the membership, where are they kind of at, at this point yeah. in there? Cause you obviously understand your, who your buyer is, which is a big part of obviously crafting these offerings. And then you understand sort of the customer journey of the freebie or just starting to dabble, want to get, you know, now they're in membership, they're actually actively building. So yeah, where, what's the cost of the membership and what is their big pain point that's different than what they're feeling in the freebie that they're working towards in the, in the membership? Yeah. The membership is $97 a month, but you can save like, I think it's up to 60% if you do the year, because what we have found is people that are super consistent with working on their business for more than a quarter uh, we'll actually see better results, right? Like going back to like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, and when the membership started, it was like 17, right? So I just kind of like built it as we went. Um, and I would say, you know, the membership is definitely built for somebody that's ready to take action. I would say the starter kit or even CEO week is more of like a refresher. Um, I'm just trying to get to know you. I just kind of want to see some tips on like what you're all about, or maybe I'm trying to solve one problem, right? Like maybe it's a time problem, or maybe it's a strategy problem or a system problem where the membership goes into, like I said, it's literally like an MBA of starting your, your business. Um, it has anything you can potentially imagine and access to a team, right? So the difference is it's not just sitting in your inbox. You actually have somebody that you can ask questions to, uh, which for me was the most valuable, right? So I always say, especially like my target audience is most likely working full-time or they have kids. Like you don't have hours to Google things or watch, you know, seven hours of a workshop on how to build a funnel. So it's like, hey, here's the three things I did. This is what I recommend start here. And so we try to make it like much more simpler and scalable and take less time. Um, I would say that's the biggest difference. And then you're like, okay, then they ascend up to the mastermind. Yeah. Okay. So the mastermind is definitely the MBA on steroids, but then you also get me as a private coach. Um, so we do two in-person retreats, um, which are pretty amazing. We talk a lot about like branding and scaling and like, what's your 10 year plan, right? Like I can't really cover that in a, in a like group program catering to, you know, 200 people at a time where the mastermind is a much smaller container. It's 10 to 15 people. Um, you get access to me directly to ask questions and we have, um, in-person strategy sessions where I'm sitting down with you and like mapping out your roadmap with you, uh, which is super, super valuable. And I love, thanks for just like exposing those different tiers. Cause then as people yeah. are listening, they can kind of see where their, I mean, obviously, you know, who your buyer is very deeply and you did the work of starting at the top and then figuring out, okay, where are they at and what are their needs before this and before mm -hmm. that, and then strategize the different offers from there. And so I think that's very helpful as people are trying to figure out what is their product suite? Was their service suite? How do we have somebody ascend through those in order um, to serve them and for you to have the business that you love. So that's so cool. 
I know that you are, we're going to take like a totally different turn. And and I know (laughs) that you are amazing at um, repurposing content and um, making sure that, yeah, like you're getting the most out of the time that you put when you record a podcast or things like that. Will you share like any gold for people when you're, you know, when it comes to content creation and maxing that out? Yeah. Well, my favorite line is social media is not a business strategy. So if your business plan is I need to share on Instagram, let's say 10 times a week, like that's not, not going to work. Um, and so what I like to do is figure out like where your client's hanging out. What's the one place that is the most valuable for you to start. And from there, think about long form content that you can share on that platform. For me, it was podcasting. Um, It totally could be Instagram. It totally could be LinkedIn, like whatever your platform of choice is. And then, you know, at the very beginning of my business, I was like, how can I take one piece of content, right? Because I don't, I don't have time. Again, I've got eight, 10 hours a week and make it so that it can go to 10 different places. And so I actually sat down and mapped out, like, how do we reuse one podcast episode and get it in five different places. And that's one of the things I teach um, inside CEO week, which is free. And that is like how to take one piece of content and map it into, you know, 10 different places. And so ours goes to Instagram, it goes to LinkedIn, it goes to Pinterest, um, blog, uh, SEO, like there's all the things, but I couldn't do that myself, right? Like that takes a lot of time. So I mapped out the strategy. And then the first person that I hired aside from a podcast editor, because I hate doing that, (laughs) is somebody that could help me repurpose content. And so we spend a lot of time repurposing that content because that's how you're going to grow faster. I always say content builds trust and trust equals sales. So if you feel stuck, what is your content doing? Are you giving back? Are you teaching? Can people find you? Was the last time you post like two weeks ago? It does not mean you have to be on your phone all the time. You just have to very strategically think about like, what can I create? So what can you create? And then how can you have somebody help you or think of a way where you can repurpose it so that more people can see it, but you're not having to work harder. Girl, you are so brilliant. So strategic. (laughs) You know what you want. You're unapologetic about it. And you have created a business that gets to make impact in the world and, you know, serve the lifestyle that you love and yeah. I know that I don't want to be on my phone all day I assure I you I it. did not leave my corporate career to sit on zoom or scroll social media that's not it <laughs> heck yes um okay so as we wrap up we're about to get into our rapid fire questions okay is there anything else that you want to leave this conversation with as people are leaning in as they're thinking about their end goal they're thinking about how do I create a product suite to meet the needs of my person, but also my own. Um, Is there anything else around this topic that you want to make sure you leave people with? Um, I would just say, don't be afraid to slow down to speed up because it may take a day or two or a week to come up with like, what's your vision? What's your five-year plan? What's your content repurposing plan? What are my, what's my audience looking for at, like we talked about the beginner, intermediate or advanced level, like that's going to take some brainstorming, some mapping, 
um, you're not going to be able to be writing 10 posts at the same time that you're trying to figure out this like bigger strategy. But once you get it, once you have that roadmap, right, then you can, you know, do it yourself and get there in a certain amount of time, or you can start hiring people to help you. Like it just is so much clearer because you can actually see what you're working towards. Beautiful. And I think this is so in line with being a wealthy woman because a wealthy woman understands the value of her time and she understands the ability to make impact with an equal exchange of money in the marketplace that feels really aligned and a wealthy woman is strategic and she knows how to kind of bring all the pieces together in a way that is going to fuel her lifestyle and her pocketbook. So thank you so much for this conversation. This is amazing. And uh, I want to shout out like, where can people find you? And we're going to get into rapid fire questions after that, but where can people find you? I know you're, you've talked about two ways that they can kind of start to dabble with your, with your work. So share away for us. Yeah. So I actually, my favorite is CEO week because it really does give you a sense of like all the different things that I've talked about. So it's just hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week. Um, it's a five-day challenge. I am in it with you. If you have questions, you can put them in the comments. I answer them every day. Um, it just gives you a little bit of a taste of like how I think running a business can be different and can really honor your priorities um, and vision. And you're on Instagram and podcasting yes. a lot, right? Yeah, I hang out on Instagram the most. It's Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. And then my podcast is called Crush the Rush, which Aaron will be on soon can't wait okay we will make sure to link all of that in the show notes so you guys can get connected with this brilliant woman and let's end this show with some fun questions around money so holly what was your earliest memory around money and how has that impacted you that's so interesting because i don't feel like i was ever taught about money if i'm being honest like and I would, and now like I have such a different perspective when I, when it comes to my girls, because I think because they've been so young and the pandemic has happened, like they think everything comes from Amazon um, and that that's just normal. And so we're trying really hard to just show the value of like, how do you make money? Now they obviously see my husband and I doing it. And like, what does that mean? Um, and so I don't feel like I was like really exposed to like any sort of money conversations, which I think later in life, like one, I used to hate finance classes and I had to sort of reverse engineer myself to become a finance expert, but two, like just be comfortable talking about money. And I think some of my favorite money mindset books are like money is energy, right? So it's not like a bad thing. It's not a negative thing. It's just, a, it's a currency, right? Of like, to and from. And so I really try to think about it like that, but also the value of money um, and time. Hey, the fact that there was not a memory <laughs> right. has impacted you and yeah. it's having you do something different with your girls. So thank you for sharing that. What is one of your proudest money moments? Uh, definitely leaving my corporate job, like a hundred percent. Um, I, and I would say it's so crazy. Like you read all those like mindset books, right. And they're like, put it out in the universe and it will happen. And I mean, we've doubled my salary in, I don't know, seven months. Like it's so crazy. It's like, I can't even like 
believe the words come out of my mouth when um, I say it, but it was, it was a pretty good day when you got to like put in your notice after such a long time. Yes, dude, I'm proud of you. That's amazing. <laughs> 22 years and you're like, peace out. Yep. What was your hardest learning around money? Um, I mean, I think as a business owner, like you're always thinking about it. At least I was for a really long time and especially at the beginning. Right. So it's like, I mean, I feel like I would tell my husband every night, like I dream about the, the like our, you know, monthly spreadsheet and like what's coming in and what's coming out and are we going to make this work? And can I keep hiring this person? And should I hire this person? And so again, going back to the relationship with money, I had to come up with systems, right. Where, okay. I check, you know, our QuickBooks once a week, right? We're not in it every single day because I just felt like it was becoming like toxic and creating a lot of anxiety. And when I came up with a system where I was very much aware of what was going on, but it also allowed me to do other things and I wasn't like staring at a spreadsheet all day, um, we it became a very different relationship. Yeah. It doesn't go away. Like, you know, no, I love to like, you know, it's like I'm a money coach and I still have money yeah. problems. Like, let's be yeah. real about it. You know, maybe we've evolved at some level. We have some systems, we have some mindset musculature that we've built, but I love just being able to be transparent that we're still like, ah, can I afford this new hire? Like, right. is it gonna all work? Is it all yeah? Maybe in two months I won't have any income. You know, we have those things that we work through and then we create some systems and some work to help us stay in a good space, a good headspace. Yeah. If I were to give you a hundred thousand dollars right now, what would you do with it? Um, I would probably build some sort of charity. Um, I, I don't know what that looks like yet. Uh, I've been super into just like really learning from my girls and the education. And I feel like the education in today's world is so different than when I was in school and even with like COVID and the pandemic and now everyone's like doing things from home, like it's so different. Um, and so like really figuring out like what that would look like. I also think teaching young girls the word entrepreneurship is really cool. Like, I, I don't even think I knew what the word was until I was like in my twenties. I was like, wait, what, what is this? Um, and so just, I think being able to educate more about that would be super cool. So beautiful. All right. Last question. If you are getting real bougie, what do you splurge on? Oh, travel for sure. <laughs> like travel. We, um, we're actually leaving for Europe in a couple of weeks. And I mean, we're taking the whole family, so it's not like super fancy, but there are a couple days where we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get the fancy hotel because it'll be like, you know, a weekend or two weeks in and, um, a good hotel, a good dinner, a fun city. Like that's my favorite. Where are you guys going in Europe? Uh, so we are going to Scotland. So we're traveling all over Scotland, all the way up to the Isle of Skye and back down. And then we're spending a week in London. So fun. Yeah. I'm excited living out what you believe for not just having the words, uh, but actually backing it up with all of the action and for just being incredibly generous on this episode and sharing your journey and pulling back the curtains on your magic and uh, your strategic brain. It's been so fun to chat, Holly. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so fun. 
Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can access all the latest episodes. While you're at it, would you take a few minutes to leave a review? This will help spread the word and spread the Wealthy Woman Movement. Interested in joining the Wealthy Woman Movement? Head to www.erinbridgman.com backslash insta. That's E-R-I-N-N-B-R-I-D-G-M-A-N.com backslash I-N-S-T-A to join my email list and get wealthy women emails and text messages. No spamming, just more free value you don't want to miss. Can't wait to get connected and hear from you. Cheers for now.